0: Ciao, Juventini. Welcome back to the AJC. It is Victory Monday. Okay, defeating those clowns over there. Laviola, Fiorentina, down. Downed by Meretti with his first for Juventus, the senior side. But, uh, hey... Corto Musso on steroids as Salcatsi puts there. Uh, <laughs> what's up to uh, Alex B. Uh, RB cop saying missed the game due to important circumstances. Apparently, I missed some Allegri ball in full effect there. But, didn't uh, miss hey, much, bud. You, did, you didn't miss much. Uh, and again, uh, the victory is uh, the most important thing here. A big three points that keeps yes. Juve uh, tight. With the Merdazzuri at the top there is there at 28 points. Juve will be at 26 points. Mm -hmm. And due to Udinese defeating Milan, gives us a little bit of breathing room there with a four-point stretch on Milan, who's still at 22 points. So, uh, all in all, a lot of positives. But the gameplay itself out of this one leaves the majority of fans wanting a little bit more. But... We're gonna cover it. and I'm happy to have Anthony here. Feels like uh this season, you know. Haven't got Anthony around a lot. Look at YFG, say what's up, and uh say where'd you find this guy? The goat of Lee's. There you go. Oh, the goat of Leeds.
1: I, I I strongly disagree with that. Hey man, life happens, but you know, these cause it's because we don't have fifty-five midweek shows to do to catch up, right? So it's a little bit different. But hey, I'm here. Just be happy I'm here now. That's all that matters. Don't worry about yeah. the past. Yeah, except the, that uh, game is say. A little bit Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> the knees. Speaking of the knees, I uh played futsal on uh, Friday night with the league. Why would so you do I, that? I joined the futsal league. Uh, first time I've played with mm-hmm. futsal again in 3 years and I immediately reminded myself why I stopped and that's because of how sore your friggin' shins and knees get uh that uh hard court. Oh man, that's uh, that's nasty. But not going to stop me from bagging four and freaking come on let's go bagging four setting up a bunch let's rock now this game so we'll kick things off with lineups rb comps is going to be uh watching the game back today uh pray for you i'm uh not gonna pray for you i'll just uh say get some uh tape for the eyelids a lot of people were uh falling asleep i heard about a lot of naps during the game um obviously i was running the watch on the watch along was great uh considering uh the really? defensive uh, masterclass master class that was put on there it was uh fantastic a uh, lot of uh a lot of you in here for uh the watch along and we had a blast uh despite it and at least we got an early 10-minute goal from miretti there to uh celebrate which was nice to see but we're gonna tackle this one we're gonna get to some of the storylines outside of it as far as news today just real quick with some of the quick uh, headlines there's nothing really pressing that's out there for news there's just a couple of little tidbits one of them being that uh rudy galetti puts out there that flamengo are monitoring the situation of alexandro listen alexandro is expected to just go away at the end of the season okay but um what well is he though i believe he is uh mm-hmm. Mirko Di Natale says that we are monitoring Lewis Ferguson and uh that's actually uh I'm not I'm okay with that when not obviously not one of the higher choices compared to uh some of the other targets out of the uh, midfield but uh, a solid player nonetheless and then uh, Fabrizio Romano says that uh Juve and Everton are both keeping close eyes on Swiss talented striker Winsley Botelli, uh, who is 17. He is currently top scorer of the U19 in uh, Bundesliga there. So, uh, again, that's it for news. Like I said, very, very light. But now Mm -hmm. let's get to uh, the task at hand. And that was uh, Fiorentina versus Juventus. We we knew that potentially was going to be postponed. We weren't sure what they were going to do. Typical fashion in Italy. Uh, it's a bit of a clusterfuck until the very end, almost like three hours before the game, and you're thinking, why get everybody traveling? It, the Tuscan region is apparently in a state of emergency, so I don't understand how sporting events could continue if you are a declared state of emergency. However, this is Italy, so it's a free-for-all. Nobody really knows what the hell's going on until God, the very I'm last sure. minute. So uh, game goes on, and is, uh, yeah, we got ourselves a game. You knew
1: it was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen when uh, the Fiorentina maintenance crew was watering their field before the match started. It's like, isn't there like downpours? Like, okay, whatever. Yeah, game's happening.
0: I actually expected it to be way worse, like condition wise Mm -hmm. and everything like that. But yeah, it it was fine. But uh, yeah, let's water the thing. The waterlogged field. Let's put a little more on there. Uh, Chesney, (laughs) Gatti, Bremer, Rugani. McKenny, Meretti, Locatelli, Rabio, Kostic, Keane, and Chiesa. That's our starting lineup. Uh, Lucci and I tackled in the pre-match show. I, mm-hmm. We had really no issues. Maybe would have started Cambiaso, But mm-hmm. I think as the game went on and how the game played out, Kostic was the right call, I think. Uh, Correct. What were your thoughts on the lineup there, uh, Ant?
1: Fully agree. Uh, when I saw it yesterday, I was like, oh, why isn't – because I think was it was Agresti or somebody was – uh, speculating that Kamayasa could get the start over Kostic, which silly us. Of course he's not getting the start over Kostic. What are we what are we even talking about here? But Waya picks up that injury. So uh moving McKenny to the outside was probably one of the things I wasn't worried about. Cause so far this season when McKenny's playing that right wing, he's been playing very well. So uh yeah, the same. Maybe starting Kostic, but again, as like you said, as it turned out. Yeah. Whew,
0: and that's we need uh... all the
1: help we can get the back.
0: And yeah, for me, uh, McKenny um, way better as a right-wing back than in the middle. But to each your own. There will be games we could play him in the middle, though. And uh, we probably will end up doing that. But uh, we're going to keep it rocking here with uh, mm-hmm. the events that took place. So, again, we didn't have to wait long. Um, and honestly... If you're going to watch anything over again, watch this goal. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll score another one as beautiful in terms of ball movement probably the rest of the season. Um, it was incredible. Five passes. Uh, Rabio to McKenny to Keane. One touch into Rabio who carries. I totally expected Parisi to cut off Rabio's pass to Kostic. I'm surprised yep. he didn't. Um, in the end, if he probably uh, sold out for it. He would have got it, but obviously that's a dangerous play because if you don't get it, Kostic is free and clear. So Parisi chose to back off in the end. Still got burned. Cross goes into Moretti. A nice, easy, in step, slotted finish, short side, beating Terriciano 1 0. Holy crap. The monkey is off the kid's back. Finally.
1: Hell of a finish, though, man. Right. If you put it like a foot and a half from the keeper's foot, Tough for any goalie to get at that location that whenever, you know, you hear people train uh, strikers, that's the area you want to hit a goalie because they not quick enough to stick their foot out and it's too close to them to dive down and get it that two foot space by their feet. Great. I yeah. thought it went five hole, but when looking at it again, that's a hell of a finish, man.
0: Yeah, it's a a nice finish. Um, I believe it was the defender, Quarta. It was either Quarta or Ranieri, but I'm pretty sure it was Quarta that did uh, sell out on it, trying to shut it down. Mm -hmm. And he slotted through him as well and probably made it even harder, the fact that it went through uh, Quarta for Terriciano to try and stop it. But, yeah, nice goal. Finally, good to see him get rewarded. And it was kind of on everybody's mind. Finally, now maybe we could see some more confidence out of him and just maybe a little more... uh, calmness as well and just that end product because that's really the only thing that's been missing from his game so hopefully now with mm-hmm. that we can move forward i will say this i thought the rest of his game after the goal was a little lacking and some suspect mm-hmm. decision making and whatnot but again these guys were asked to do a lot if you're asking me Medetti king Chiesa and we'll get to that as we talk about the rest of this game. Because as far as highlights go and moments, um, yeah, it's the, much the rest was all Fiorentina. Uh, mm-hmm. 22nd minute, Gonzalez cuts in on his strong left foot, which I don't know why it took Kostic as long as it did to figure out that Parisi and Gonzalez want to go to their left foot. Take it away. Keep them on the right where they don't want to go um mm-hmm. nonetheless he couldn't figure it out 22nd minute this is inside our area Kostic gets cuts inside but Gonzalez gets a shot all wrong it's an easy stop for tech uh could have mm-hmm. been a lot worse um Kostic immediately looks inside to his defense wondering where the support was centrally inside there and I was furious on the watch long because I'm thinking good god man don't look to them inside his strong foot is the left. Stop giving him the left. Don't mm-hmm. give him the left. Force him down to his right. He's not even gonna he's maybe gonna try and take a cross with there, which he should be able to stop and block. But my God, we made Gonzalez look like he was friggin' prime messy yesterday for some parts of this game. Uh twenty yeah, no nine. Gonzalez, again, works himself over to uh, the right side of Tech. Has a nice rip here. So he wins a 50-50 at the top of the area. It trips mm-hmm. him over to the left side. Hits this thing uh, midair. Dipping shot that Tech did a really, really good job. And he parried the rebound also away from oh, goal. Yes. And we yep. were able to clear that one away. Tech making a big, big save there, keeping us in the lead. Um, again, this whole half was just... Fiorentina possession, but for the most part, Juve really surrendered nothing. That was the best opportunity. We did give up a free kick in a very dangerous spot. Forty fourth minute, Bidagi hits that free kick, but it was curving inside towards tech and he was able to parry that one away. It looked like a bigger stop at live time until you see the replay. Pretty and routine. it was pretty pretty routine and easy for tech, right? But he uh, did
1: but the one thing I'll give Tech credit on that for that one is it was behind him and he still managed to parry it away it didn't go yeah. back into the middle of the field so i'll give him credit for that but true it it looked like a bigger save in live action but it's still hey still kept the ball in that so yeah and then the credit.
0: 46 minute they get a freak or uh sorry a corner kick and we get a free header for ranieri and he puts this one wide luckily because tech was in the middle of goal mm-hmm. and that if that goes inside uh the uprights it's uh yeah it's in it's in. So uh, yep. we get away with that. We come to halftime. Okay. 1-0 up. All right. Yeah, great. Yeah, 1-0 <laughs> up. Defensive, uh, all out defensive, all hands on deck defensively. Again, only a couple opportunities that uh, Fiorentina really got out of it. But I'd be lying if I didn't say I wanted a lot more. I definitely, definitely wanted a lot more definitely in terms of uh, possession from juventus just more share in the play i really needed that that's how i felt anyways we had to uh, pick it up i didn't want to see that the rest of the way and i asked i actually made some calls as frustrated as i was in kostic the fact that the defense the defensive phase was so uh we needed it so desperately i wouldn't have changed him for illing or cambiaso because out of those guys mm-hmm. i think he is the best defensively, even if he was struggling with those players for moments of the first half. And I also said, if that is what's going to happen with Federico Chiesa, take him out because Mm -hmm. it's useless. It's useless to have him in, in a game like that. The, the balls that he was getting were not to his feet. He's not an aerial player where he's going to win these aerial battles against defenders. Um, He wanted to drift away. Him and Keane weren't even close to one another. It just Miles wasn't work. working. So I get how good Chiesa is. I love Federico Chiesa, but it ended up just not doing absolutely anything for us because of how we were playing. It may be seen as wrong from some of the fans or whatnot, but I would have taken him out. And I'm not right at half, but I said around 60 minutes, I'm seriously contemplating putting just two strikers up there to play close to each other, target with one another, and hopefully just give us some goddamn ball possession. That's all I was mm-hmm. feeling. And your thoughts at the half there?
1: The halftime like I was I was trying to make notes going through this, but I know I made I made a note here at the 30th minute that we we could maintain any possession and then I looked at the numbers at halftime. It was we made a total of 104 passes in the first half. 104 yeah. with 69 of them were accurate. Stop it. And for a 66% <laughs> uh, hit rate. And we had 27% possession. So I was like, okay, you want to know something? We're up 1-0. Allegri's going to make some changes. One change. He's going to switch things up a little bit, maybe personnel-wise. Let's see how we can come out, maybe attack him a little bit in the second half. Boy, was I wrong. Because that did not happen. And to, to your point about Chiesa, and I guess we'll get to it once the other two guys come in. But, yeah, I, I had some... Issues with the way Keane was playing the first half, but in his defense, he wasn't getting any service. Neither was Chiesa. So if you have an issue with the way Kiesa was playing, you have an issue with the way Keane's playing. But in yeah, their defense, Ke- they weren't getting the ball. Like they just they had to chase everything down. I think Chiesa ran 10 kilometers without touching the ball. How many touches do you have? 10? So or something?
0: We're gonna get to Kiesa after he finished the game okay. with uh, his time, I think, with ten total touches. He had, I think, five in the first half. Okay. <laughs> so Again, for some that were saying these guys need to pick it up, I don't really know what you're expecting, wanting these guys to pick it up exactly because the guy couldn't even get a ball to his feet. There was mm-hmm. opportunities that we could have distributed to him, and even Kostic was asleep at the wheel on those, and those were those frustrating moments I was talking about. But overall, defensively, Kostic, like I said, I would have kept him in for sure. We finished the first half with 27% possession. One yep. attempt, one on target. One goal. They had uh, 73% possession, 12 total attempts, three on target, uh, five off target, four blocked. Um, the guys at the back were absolutely stellar all game. Uh, Gatti Bremer, Rugani, Rugani in the first half. I had some there were some positional question marks on certain plays and moments, which is why I had him slightly behind the other two. And then second half, Rugani was an absolute freak and picked it right back up. And I had them all level with solid ratings for the end of the game. They were fantastic. Um, We're going to go through second half here. So 50th minute, Chiesa clear after Keane sends him in. It was going to be offside. They're very generous to give us this uh, as a shot attempt and one on target. It was stopped. You could see the ref signal to the lines and then they kept play going. Um, again, everybody's thoughts on how that happens is on their own, but, uh, stop mm-hmm. by Teddy channel, 63rd minute Bonaventura. Uh, he had entered the match, uh, just previous to this. He takes a shot from distance that curls wide of tech's goal looked closer on replay, but, uh, curling away still shots from that distance. I'm fine with, um, yeah, you need something you know, special
1: to beat. Be yeah, it's going to
0: take something very, very special there. 73rd minute, Kwame with a rip from 24 yards out. Again, right at Tech. Handles it uh, easily. 78th minute, big headed clear at the back post from Rugani on Sotil's cross. Just uh, Cross, yep. excuse me. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That was yep. huge. Because mm-hmm. if he doesn't get that, that one might have ended up in the back of the net. That one might Tech have would have
1: had up. a lot of work to do to stop that at the far post.
0: Yeah. Uh, 87 minute, and Zola heads across in. Uh, it's going over the goal. 91st minute, uh, we almost uh, put one uh, across from Weston, but uh, Cambiaso's header pretty weak, a one bouncer. It does get stopped. Goes out for a corner kick. From there on out, Juve just sees it through. So again, despite all this possession from Fiorentina and everything, there's only a couple of scary moments in there that Mm -hmm. we ended up handling. Um. Now we'll just get to our thoughts on the actual match overall and everything and second half through and th- first half versus second half, your thoughts on this game as a whole.
1: That's pretty much my thoughts on the game as a whole. Just, But uh, if you want to want me to use actual words, uh, <clears throat> a win away is a big win in this league, right? Getting points on the road. It, it's always, I think we can both agree. I think everyone agrees. Three points is three points. and I'm just going to start by saying that. We all agree three points is three points, especially away from home. It's a big thing. It's not easy to win in this league. However, when you have the same squad essentially for three years, two to three years, and you still come out and put up a performance like that, I think it's justifiable for fans such as us or anybody else to have worries or questions on what the hell is going on. Like, that made no sense to have that sort of performance against Fiorentina. Like, Fiorentina is a team that lost to Empoli at home a couple of weeks ago, 2 nothing And Empoli has three goals this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think that's what you said. So, bottom line is, I think we're, we don't have to keep saying this, but I think you and I agree a win's a win. We're happy with that. Yeah. But just, an underwhelming performance. Luckily, we got a win. Everybody put in a shift defensively. Like everyone played their best defensive game from the forwards all the way back to tech. And yeah. having to say that against a team like Fiorentina, that's a problem. Like there's and you're only playing at one competition a week. I can understand if we had, you know, three next gen players coming in and there was issues and with injuries and we had to slot guys in. Though that's our regular starting 11. And don't give me this; they could be tired thing. We're playing once a week, yeah. Plenty of time for rest. So, again, happy for the win, but man, I just we got a lot I, of work to do before Cali next week.
0: And I think that it always comes down to misconception in terms of what what people believe we're wanting when we say we should be playing better. We don't have to blow the roof off the place, no. Okay, but. In my personal opinion, a game that features a midfield of Rolando Mandragora and Arthur as your two pivot midfielders should not be wiping the floor with a midfield of Rabio, Locatelli, and Meretti. For me, that no. Like it just Mm -hmm. we we should be striving for more. I don't even know if Locatelli passed the halfway line that game in its entirety. Ooh,
1: that's a good like point.
0: I don't even oh, know if he stepped foot in Fiorentina's half
1: I don't think he I, mean, I could probably say he probably completed one pass in their end I'm sure he like crossed it, half,
0: but it, passes it's completed pretty, in their it's, end it's pretty it's pretty wild so according to his heat map Manuel Locatelli did very few times uh get in over the half so okay yes he did get into uh their half uh must have missed every damn sequence that happened for me we were far back we were Mm -hmm. happy to be shelled up um i'm cool with being a defensive first side but i will get to why i believe you need to um share more balance and play okay and it all comes down to sustainability and the one biggest question mark around this team moving forward okay but before we do that Let's knock out the um, man of the match, okay? Hmm. Um, For me, it was between two guys. It was going to be Bremer or McKenny. I actually ended up giving it to McKenny because they did a lot of work on that left side and had nothing on the left side uh, for the most part. And that was uh, largely part to McKenny. He worked his bag off, and uh, I I give it to him, but Bremer must have cleared 5,000 balls yesterday. Um, Ant, who's your man of the match?
1: All, all the same names I've written down here for man of the match. I had three right off the top. I had Bremer, Rugani, and Tech. Is, well, Tech was third on that list. I'd actually put McKenny ahead of him because I had McKenny as a notable mention. I would actually give it to Bremer because if he doesn't have the soccer ball logo imprinted on his forehead after that game, I'd have some serious questions. But uh, for me, I would go with I'd go with Bremer yesterday. But again. Him, Rugani, McKenney, they all put in a shift. Even <clears throat> even Kostic had a solid game defensively, offensively, not so much, but he they they were all working. Now Grabio, not so much. Locatelli yeah. had a good good shift.
0: Yeah. Now uh Breber was a constant in the back line that we needed. Uh Bremer was man of the match, but closely followed by Tech. Uh, tech I, you, you know techniques. me, I'm a tech
1: guy. I am a tech guy. He didn't have to make didn't a stop have a lot in of the work.
0: second half.
1: Yeah, like he didn't have a lot of work to do in that second half.
0: Yeah. But um <clears <clears throat> Rugani throat> honorable mention. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Rugani could be in there too. Look, getting back to the main question. Can we shithouse house our way to this Scudetto? Sustainability. This this method plays so again, I'm not asking for this team when I say I need more in terms of the play I'm not I don't see it as sustainable I think like in one competition right now I think that's our saving grace and we should be striving for more because we are going to eventually get to multiple comps again next season and if this is the approach if this is the outset against Fiorentina and we've got Inter on November 26th that's and if the approach is like this, I immediately don't like our chances. I don't. You increase the percentages of one silly little mistake, one silly little mistimed uh, play. Um, and again, we had a moment there with Miretti grabbing the back of the Rolando Mandragora's uh, shoulder at inside our area there. You've got some bouncing plays that potential handballs. Like, you're just inviting... Way too many moments than there has to be by dropping off so deep. For me, you have to still press them. You still have to fight for the ball more. And again, sustainability. Yesterday, in the 53rd minute, I was looking at a few players, and they looked like they were dead men walking. I don't think this is a sustainable method to play overall. Now, if some are saying, well, you do that when you know, you don't have the quality. Like, for instance, we played Verona, we pinned them the whole way back because they're inferior. I'm not in the belief that Fiorentina is a team that we're inferior to.
1: Yeah, what are we talking about here?
0: And whether they're at home or not, that lineup was not like 2017 Real Madrid where we can only possess the ball 29%. Like, I'm not buying it. So for me, I just don't see it as sustainable. And I think, like... Are we actually progressing? Yes, defensively. But if this team concedes first, I'm left with the same thoughts I had when our record is what in when we concede first last year It was one win, five draws, 15 losses.
1: That is correct.
0: I'm left with the same question marks that I don't even know if we could tie up a game. And if that's just me, chat, you guys let me know. But these are my honest feelings about this team: is that we're only progressing. We're a one-trick pony right now, and I still have a lot of doubts about this team if that one trick doesn't work out.
1: Well, this and, season when we go, well, this season when we go down one nothing, we're one draw, in Bologna, and one loss, Sassuolo. So that trend is already starting. All you know, you need thirty data points in order to create you know a sustainable kind of curve. But with two points, it's still you know dating back to last season that's one six and 16 when we go down one nothing so that's the problem but you know eight clean sheets so far at this point last year just to compare so right now we're eight wins two draws and a loss for 26 points at this point last year in city but we had some uh champions league games intermixed so it's a little bit different you had to switch the lineup but just in city at this point last year we were five wins four draws and two losses for 19 points. So, you know, the believers that say we are ahead of last year, okay, we're seven points ahead. We are. Fantastic. Last year, we had six clean sheets at this point, and this year we have eight. So things are improving, but you I don't think you're talking out of both sides of your mouth when you look at a game like that and say, man, are they? Are they improving? Because I have so, I have I still have questions, just like you do. Yes, the numbers show that we are improving on last year. Fantastic. But is that because we're improving or because the rest of the league is just dog shit? And we're just yeah. taking advantage of that.
0: Yeah. Like again, for me, I just I, I think it's way too one side. So for the same reasons that we say you know, and I agree with everyone out there, we're not saying you got to blow the roof off the joint. It's nope. unsustainable to play that method. There are games you're yeah. going to have to bend and not break, and you are going to may, maybe pin back, whatnot. But that fight, that desire to try and strive for more still has to be there. You can't go into matches like absolutely happy to surrender all those because one silly little moment, you know, and it shifts everything. And are we good enough to overcome that, well, that's still in jeopardy and out there for debate and in question. Let, hopefully we don't have to see it, everybody. Hopefully we don't have to see it. Hopefully we go the rest of the year, you know, we don't concede a goal, we don't go down 1-0 and have to see us claw our way back to do it. We had to do it against Bologna, we had to do it against Sassuolo, we didn't end up winning, okay? Again, defensively, massive no improvement. Has- Yes. But do you have to drop off that deep to achieve the solid defensive play? In my personal opinion, you 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 don't have to. You don't okay. have to.
1: Okay. So, uh, I I'll, I'll I'll put this I'll put this question to you cuz I don't see anybody asking it. The when I saw Milik and uh Dusan come in, things sort of changed. Yeah. Because from the back, they we were still launching everything out of the back. Why? I don't know, because if you just look at the goal, we could play to the back. We had we had the ability to do it. But you bring those two numb nuts in and they actually hold up the ball and just like Millick came in and it was night and day compared to what Kiesa and uh, yeah. Keen were doing. Night and day. So
0: Well Keen's hold up was what, okay. He Keen was doing some good hold up. He was alright in hold up, but they were two separated, him and Keen. Or Kiesa. Fair enough. You know, they were just – they weren't together.
1: But I was it – do you think that – would you think things would have been different if we had started those two over Kiesa and Keen? It could have been. I don't think so. And then you said, oh, maybe maybe the team wasn't executing Allegri's plan. That was the plan he wanted to do. But even if you come up with that argument that the players weren't executing Allegri's plan, I still don't even know what the hell the plan was. I put that on the main yesterday. Like is a great stop
0: it's like everybody's giving him like we have to give Milik his props as a sub. I've been saying it, yes. I wouldn't start Milik. As an impact off the bench, he's huge. People are starting to say the same about Cambiaso that he's better, more impactful coming on as a sub and wouldn't be starting him. And I get it. He's a good change up to Kostić. He's drastically different from Kostić. I will say this from Max Allegri yesterday, every decision he made from a substitution point of view was spot on yeah every change playing he on made the inside was spot on my only thing was i would have put hans in instead of Cambiaso in the middle of the pitch that's my only thing because he is a true midfielder and i was a little suspect about Cambiaso going in there and playing in the middle but he held his own he did fine it was no problems um that was my only thing but every movie he made was good i called on the watch along everybody's i said Guys, Chiesa to us is useless in this manner, right? Mm-hmm. And there's people saying we need better out of our front line. They're, uh, they're not doing anything. Even Federico Chiesa included and whatnot. Like, guys, this is his heat map. Look <laughs> at it. It's like this. a dartboard. Like, that's his heat map, okay? Five touches in the first half. A bunch of those are like aerial and whatnot. We know the one opportunity is the shot that was offside and whatnot. But, like he's it, it, it's it's there's nothing there i don't know what to expect from this guy um that's the most random heat map i've ever seen
1: i haven't even seen this <laughs> what the hell is that <laughs> like
0: <laughs> again like, did he
1: disappear and reappear at different
0: spots like that makes that heat map makes no sense like, again okay that that's case's heat map and i saw some saying like Alex. these guys need to do way Jesus more like man. i don't know what you would expect more to happen and this is where I really, really was defending our forwards, all of them yesterday, especially the two that played during the first half. Because they were getting the ball, if Kiesa got the ball, but it was mostly Keen because he had the better hold-up play. He would hold this thing up, okay? And because your team is so far back... Fiorentina is pressed. He has no options to dish the ball backwards. He can't even put the ball back to his defenders because mm-hmm. Fiorentina players are still there. He's got no support to him laterally because they can't get up there in time. Federico mm-hmm. Chiesa and Keane are not in sync whatsoever, so he's got nothing in tight because they weren't close to one another. He literally, either one of those guys, had to beat three to four Fiorentina players just to maintain the ball. Period. Yep. Unless it was those few instances where Meretti or Rabio were closer to them. Okay. But it's just it's it's too hard for me to shit on our offensive players for a game like that. Like overall, we were happy to sit back, we dropped back, and there was no support for them. It was uh it was slim pickings. They were picking off scraps up top there. So I'm not giving them any heat. Um, and I saw a lot saying we need way more out of these guys up top. I don't know what the hell, unless you had prime Maradona out there, nobody's going to do shit in a game like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, again, we, we're not knocking the way I see RB coming here, six games, zero goals conceded. Okay. Let's go back. Let's want to go down history lane a little bit here. Okay, uh, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so that started with the one nothing win at Lecce, pretty easy. That was Milik scoring that game. The next one was zero zero against Antalanta. I missed that game for all intents and purposes. I heard that game was awful, it was on par with this one. So okay, great. Uh, the next one was a two nothing win against Torino. Gatti and Milik scored in that one. That's the last time one of our strikers scored, right there. And then one nothing against Milan. Milan got that early red card. That game's a wash. Uh, one nothing against uh, Verona. That Verona stinks. Stop it. Verona absolutely stinks. Cambiaso scored that one, and then we have this one one nothing win against Fiorentina, where it was just a smash and grab job. So yes, six clean sheets. Great, awesome. But we still haven't played Inter, Napoli. Uh, I know we already beat Lazio, but. That, that it can't be understated. That game I'm, on the twenty fourth is going to be huge.
0: I'm going to clear this up because it always goes back to this, and this is missing the point. You're missing mm-hmm. the point if you're asking about would you rather win a trophy playing Ali or you're missing the point. Okay, that's not that's not the point. We the always point want to of trophies. bringing up yes. the fact that we may not be growing in other areas is the fact that the games aren't always going to be like this. You are going mm-hmm. to fall behind. Are are any of our offensive players? Gaining a bunch of confidence the way we've been playing. Uh, Do we have confidence that when we go one nil down, which is going to happen, that we can overcome it?
1: No, we're we're a
0: mess. I think we're too unbalanced to the defensive side. And to be honest, we're talking about would we rather win trophy? We haven't won a trophy yet. We haven't won a trophy yet. It's still a long way to go. Okay, it's still a long way to go. You need all your guys firing, you can't just be, I don't think we should be just completely done and dusted and happy that this is, this is it for us. And I think we should have bigger aspirations from a club like Juventus to not go and play Provinciale against Fiorentina.
1: Yeah. Uh, and another, another one here, uh, sorry, RB, I, I'm, I'm not picking on you, but I might sound like I am. That game isn't giving anybody any confidence. No, it isn't. Like, the Chiesa isn't coming out of that game going, I I had a banger today. I can't wait to get back on the field. Chiesa hasn't scored since the loss to Sassuolo. And Dusan hasn't scored since his brace against Lazio.
0: Yeah, Keen well, hasn't got a those goal guys this season. Are... He's been putting in good shifts. Should have got a couple against Verona. Um milik has been awesome as a sub but he's scored against Torino last uh, yeah that's right um guys, it's it was four just, games ago. It's about balance it's about yes like we need to be growing. it's okay to get these results. It's great if we at the end of the season we come out we're victorious we've won the trophies and we've shithoused our way to it. I'm happy. I'm more than 100%. happy but yes. moving forward, Have we grown? Have have we truly grown if we just say this is all we're capable of? Are we striving to do more? Do we want to do more? I don't know. I don't know, you guys. Like, why is it so unfair for fans to be questioning whether we're truly growing and truly progressing despite the good results? Like, they're unconvincing I've felt I've felt this way about all the teams what did I what have I been saying that this race is going to be what tight to the bitter end why Mm -hmm. because I'm not convinced by anybody and sadly it does include us like I'm sorry to say it but I have faith in our defense like I think we're going to be a hard team to break down but when we are broken down I still don't know what the hell's going to happen
1: we got a problem going the other way.
0: Are we gonna have a the problem? Last going time, the last
1: time the last time we won a game being down one nothing was last year against Torino. What when was that? That was like April or something. That's the last time we won a game. One yeah. in a year and a half. So we cannot go down one nothing. Yeah. We cannot. This team isn't built for it. Great Guys. that we're winning and we're getting clean sheets. That's that's awesome.
0: Do you guys remember that Copitalia Copitalia game against Merdazzurri? Do you guys remember that Copitalia game? The one where we came out and did absolutely nothing, conceded the ball to them, gladly sitting back, had absolutely zero chance of doing anything in that game. This is my fear. That we get to those games against those teams and when you can't even somewhat step on the throat of a team like Fiorentina which I just don't think is strong it it's concerning for me it's concerning and one nil up yeah well we just sat back guys it's exhausting for those of you that play the game park in the bus it's fucking like you show up to a game and then you hear your coach say, you know what, guys are probably going to have to park or whatever. It's fucking exhausting. It is mm-hmm. way more taxing on players than playing with the ball. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay it to to say that we should be striving for more. And I totally understand that there's going to be games. Like I said, for me, the best teams are what? The UV teams of old We were always stout defensive, always. It's in our DNA. It's in our history, Mm -hmm. like we're stout defensively. But there was elements, there was levels, okay? And you could go through the gears. Hey, you know what? Now we smell blood, we turn it up and we crank it up. I see this team as too one-dimensional. That's all I'm saying. So I still have questions about the other levels, the other dimensions okay and if believe me i wish i was the type of guy that could be like we won one nil day <smack> i'm happy walk away whatever but my mind doesn't work like that i look at the game i watch a game i feel how i feel about our performances mm-hmm. i want more that's all i'm saying i want more i think we're capable of more with that roster when people try to tell me that, well, given the rosters, you want to shell up. I'm not shelling up against that Fiorentina side. Guys, come what on. What
1: are we even talking about? Yeah.
0: And that's what I kept getting all yesterday. I'm not buying it, you guys. I'm not. But for everyone that's able to do that, I envy you. I envy the fact that you could take a result and be like, you know what? One, we're two points clear. I'm happy for all of that. I'm extremely happy for all of that. But, you know... I just, I think we should be pushing for much more. And I think we're capable of much, much more. And I think we're going to need to be come the second half because I'm not so sure, again, going back to sustainability, that Mm -hmm. even in one competition of play, and then when Copitalia kicks out, if this is the main outset, I'm not so sure that we aren't going to be absolutely dead cup crunch time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That's it. That's it. Okay. So that kind
1: of leads into uh, Sorit had a storm the barn question here. If you scroll up a little bit, uh, let me grab it starting uh, lineup against Gagliari Alberto. I guess he's only asking you because <laughs> kind of, well, I think, I guess, uh, Kies and Vlavic to start also with the midfield. For well, he asked you, so you answered the question. Yeah, so we'll uh, we we're talking about
0: this, and I uh, Rabiot's they have out. to start, Rabiot's out. Yeah. So in the middle of the pitch, I expect uh, McKenny to go in, and I think you're going to see on the outside's costage of like Cambiaso, Maybe Wea's back. Uh, I haven't heard enough about Wea, mm-hmm. but I expect McKenny to take it up in the middle. I'd probably play hands against Cagliari. Ranieri's doing an undertaker with his job right now. Like he was dead to rights on his birthday mm-hmm. weekend, and all of a sudden there are three wins on the trot. I don't expect that to continue with us. Uh, they're very low-scoring side. They scored four against it two after the 90th minute. I would probably play Hans and continue with McKinney on the right. Um at home. and Locatelli round out your midfield. Up top, honestly, I think you still have to... You can't abandon and say that because of how we play against Fiorentina... You know, it doesn't work with Chiesa and these strikers up there. For me, Vlaovic, you could start up there, and I would, yes, definitely start Federico Chiesa. We go into international break after that. Rack up the three points. Take it to Cagliari mm-hmm. okay? This is a lowly side. Get the job done. That's kind of what I'm thinking. The back all remains the same. But, Anth, your thoughts?
1: Chiesa and Vlaovic came out of this seat like gangbusters. There are two best strikers. If they're healthy, they have to go. I don't care who the opponent is. There's no resting anymore. They have to go. Right? We they have to get playing. They need 60, 70 minutes together at least before the intermatch, because you want them healthy. Those two idiots need to start for the intermatch. So they gotta go. They gotta get some playing time in together before that. Again, yeah, uh, I'll agree with the midfield at the back. Um I don't know. Danilo had a setback, so he won't be ready. He won't start the Inter game. I, I fully believe the Inter game and Cagliari game, we won't see any changes at the back.
0: Not yeah. even in goal.
1: Yeah. Maybe Perin next week?
0: Cagliari is a not. good game for Kiesa and Vlaovic to get ripping before the break and then Inter. Mm-hmm. Um, take advantage of it, okay? Hopefully they can get ripping. In the middle, guys, in the chat, I'm with you. Nico Lucy time Nico Lucy I would I Chocolate would do that Canada. I would do see. that but uh what I expect is Cambiaso on one side cost the other McKenny moved into the midfield with Loka and Minetti but who knows maybe Max surprises us we will see we will see uh, there's another store in the bar question keep them coming everybody keep them coming we love it Galleri is not the same team as that in the start of the season. They won two games and draw one in their last three games. Who do you think? Well, we just, yeah, we just kind of covered it. Um, I expect Michetti to slot in. I would go with Hans Nicolucci though. It was crazy to hear Mirko Di Natale. Uh, Alex P would have been stoked on what Mirko Di Natale said. Our best technical midfielder that we currently have, period. Um, and he said nobody could play ahead of the defense as good as him, including Locatelli. Il Mirko Di latali's personal opinion. I will say this: Locatelli yesterday was an absolute demon defensively and some crunching tackles, and nobody was talking about it. Nobody was talking about it, you know? But uh, Locatelli was a beast too defensively.
1: Yeah, but hang on. Like these last three games were against Genoa, Udinese, and Frosinone. Let's just. <laughs> let's just pump the brakes if we can't come out and smack guy around that we have bigger problems than than, uh i agree than we think i agree i don't care who they beat it doesn't matter to me who they beat we have to go out there and kick the dog shit out of them
0: now they're not a good store of the barn questions i want to get to this one because more and more people are bringing it up we know danilo got the setback Uh, Mm and does he come back immediately i said if he's coming back after international break, hell no. You, you keep it the same for the intermatch. but some are going as far to say as Rugani should be the starter moving forward. Anthony, your thoughts on this mm-hmm. one live chat, let's get cooking on Daniele Rugani.
1: Uh, I have to give a call out to AJC Lou who mentioned this in the group chat before that James Horncastle put it on his Twitter page. Rugani is making his play to get a call-up for the Azzurri, right? His play this season deserves what most of us think should be a call-up, not necessarily a starter, maybe even a starter, but uh, he should be getting called to the national team based on his play. Danilo's the captain of this team. When he's healthy, he's going to have a starting spot. I don't – Rugani's playing great, but Danilo has been our – Most consistent defender for two seasons. Again, Rogani has done well when he's come in. If that means putting Gatti on the bench to sacrifice for Daniel, that's fine. But when he comes back, and he most likely won't start against Inter, right? He's going to need a couple games, a game or two to get back up to game speed. So I don't think he'll start against Inter. I think he'll come in at the end, but there you go. I'll agree with RB there. You drop Gatti to bring Danilo in when he is ready to play from the start.
0: So for me, I say you rotate him. You ro- Not Rugani and Danilo, but you rotate even Gatti. Bremer is the only lock for me at the back. Rugani's been solid for a few seasons now. He's doing great right now. Keep it rolling. There's going to be games where Danilo is going to be required because out of all the guys at the back, he moves the ball the best. Out of all He of does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's missed. And that's been missed, I think, while he's been away. And, yeah, he, he adds a, a little bit of a different switch up to those guys. Having Rugani on the left side and then Danilo on the right might be the play. Gatti does need to get his minutes though and continue to grow. That's why I see any way you slice it, rotate the guys. Rotate them. There is going to be games where you are going to need Danilo at the back to help stretch, help get those fullbacks up, and maybe that helps shift the balance as well in terms of play. And maybe we aren't so shut down at the back. For me, you rotate them all out. Um, I think you just look at it situationally. And, again, your game plan and your matchups against these other sides that you're facing. It's not always just cut and dry, this is our lineup no matter what. Sometimes you do have to look at the opponent and... Figure out, hey, could this help us more? There's going to be moments and games where Danilo is going to be required. I mm-hmm. think Danilo also deals with certain individuals on other teams a little bit better than some of those other guys. But rugani has been doing great. And one of the biggest things I said about Rugani over the past few seasons, I've been saying he doesn't look so shaky, so jittery anymore, so nervous. Like You could see, you could feel mm-hmm. how nervous he was sometimes coming through the television watching him, and Max Allegri said it yesterday. He's way more called now, what he plays. And yeah, you can see I,
1: I, The one thing I would disagree with you on is that I don't like a lot of rotation at the back. I think the players, the way they've been playing um, allows for them to be rotated because I think they've been interchanging well. I just don't like changing yeah. the back as often. I like getting three back there or four, whoever it is, and they play consistently. Injuries and stuff, you're, you're going to have issues with that. But the more consistent we can be, and that's why we've been playing so well because is because we've had the same consistent players at the back. They get to play with each other. Once you start one game in, one game out, I think that's going to affect things. Now, who that is, I don't know who that's going to be. But I like to see players playing consistently together, especially at the back. And unfortunately, someone's got to be sacrificed. Probably going to be Rugani. Most likely going to be Gatti. Now, here's a question. Sandro is going to be ready to go. I do not see how he gets any minutes from here on out. You know, he hasn't been horrible defensively. Offensively, he doesn't really offer much going forward. He hasn't been a major liability like how you like to portray him as defensively. But I will say, how does he get? Every he, get into he makes this? is a goal. <laughs> how does he? How does he get into this starting lineup? I don't. Not a don't chance. See it. Not a I don't chance.
0: See it. Shouldn't have been when he was. It's like, it's done. It's dusted. It's been dusted. Should have never got the extension. Should have never made him reach that amount of games last season. A major mismanagement. Anyways. Yeah, Sandro's done. I don't think
1: Gatti's over... Do you think Gatti's overrated? I think people have high expectations of him. But I think he plays right where I think his skill level is i like how he gets forward i will I say he, this I, I like his attacking style which which is something that
0: we've been lacking I, right in me, but. general hate comparisons i yeah, hate when you get enough. players coming up and it's like he's the next this he's the next that he's and maybe i hate it so much because we saw people doing it outside of uh the league with Buffon a million times mm-hmm. over i could tell you names of goalkeepers that were the next Buffon. it's like fuck off they're had never has been never was he outlasted every single one of those guys i hate the Mm -hmm. comparisons let players develop on their own you can have similarities they can maybe remind you a bit of a player but to just put somebody into that spot immediately and we saw with paulo Dybala as well instantly put off as like this next coming of uh messi and whatnot it's just like leave these guys alone let them let them just do their thing for me Gatti is not overrated. I think Gatti is strong. Is he green still? Sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. He has not had, like, he's not had a route similar to probably any of the other guys kind of around. And he's done the grunt work and he's been in, you know, the lower leagues and whatnot and made a big, big boost for himself with Frosinone there before coming to us. But Man, there's a little bit of a mean streak in him. There's just the right of aggression mixed with balance and whatnot. Like, for me, he's... Remember what we were seeing out of Demerol? And we loved the aggressiveness, but it was way too aggressive. And we were like, man, this guy's Mm -hmm. out of control. He's going to get sent out. Like, for me, Gatti is, like, kind of controlled aggression. Like, he's very cerebral. Like, he's pretty smart. Mm -hmm. I think he's got a lot of potential there. He's 25. He's not young by any means, but look at how long it took for Rugani to blossom. So Gatti, who knows what he could develop into given the time, but I actually, I like Gatti and I think a lot of it is the Grinta. And the one thing I will say about yesterday's game that I did appreciate and I did really, really like is that the Grinta Shun through, okay? It
1: did. The yep.
0: green test shunned through. Like I said, when you have guys that look dead men walking in around 53rd minute, McKenney looked like one of them, maybe regretting a, a burger or something the night before. I don't know. He looked rough.
1: Huge Big Mac.
0: But that guy went to the bitter end and gave every single freaking ounce of play he had in him. I love that. Yep. And he wasn't the only one. Because like Everybody I said, there's it. a couple other guys that looked like Deadman Walk, but they fought through the Grinta, it was huge. So for me, that is a massive, massive positive. You hear mm-hmm. Chesney talk about the locker room now, saying that, you know what, the locker room's way more united now. Um, nobody feels like they are better than one another. I shared some stories mm-hmm. about some words a former player had to say about when Ronaldo joined the team. I'm not saying Ronaldo is was the problem with locker room or anything. But it did kind of start around that period, okay? There was a very, very... There was a ripple-down effect in the locker room. This player had said what ended up happening was when the team won, one man, sometimes two, would get praised. And when they lost, everyone else got shit on. There was Mm -hmm. some definite locker room shit going on and weird things. I think it's cleaned up quite a bit now. And I think management, Juntoli always being around too, on the pitch, on the bench, like everything. Always, every game, yep. He's hands-on. Training, he's, yep. He's very hands-on. I think this bodes well. And some are saying it, we'll put it out there, Banucci effect. Some are saying Quadrado effect as well. Like, who knows? But Banucci probably. Probably, Tech, uh, I- a new... Probably Banucci was uh, a problem there becoming a problem. And we know that him and Max were just oil and water. And that is going to bleed down to the rest of the team, sadly. So, hey, we took care of it, is what it is, Juntali.
1: And this is, this is why I like tech. Before we get to the Storm to Barn questions, by the way, get your Storm to Barn questions in. We are on limited time here because somebody's got to go to work. But anyways, uh, this is why I like tech. One, because he still smokes. That's a beauty. Two, it's uh post-game comments like this. Today we went through some tough moments, about 89 minutes. Like you know what I mean? That's hilarious. That is absolutely hilarious. Like, you know, like yeah, we had about 89 minutes of tough moments, but you know, we still won. Beauty. Absolute beauty. You know, but you're right, You, you can you can even though it's not really shining through on the pitch, we're not hearing about those things in the change room anymore. Yeah, maybe it is the Binucci effect. Because aren't they uh, 12 losses of 12 whenever he plays for Union Berlin?
0: Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't That's care. I just uh, stick with uh, the black and white baby. Once you, you leave go. the black and white, you're gone. Sorry, Dybala stands out there. But once you leave, you're oh, gone. Lex. Poor Lex.
1: Who is captain? We get Lex on a show.
0: Who is captain next match? tech
1: uh, um
0: yeah i wouldn't mind Rugani getting it if i had to give it to two players i gotta go with uh performances uh tech's been solid when called upon and may not be a ton of saves it's either tech or bremer for me so give it to one of those two guys rugani that's decent show but for me Tech or Bremer. Um, Any one of those three. I wouldn't have an issue with it. Yeah. I won't have an issue with any of those three. I'll leave it at that. Kiesa? If Kiesa starts? No. Kiesa, no captaincy. Interesting. And I love Kiesa. No captaincy. Not yet, anyways. Hmm. Rate the team playing up to its full potential. I'd give them about a 75 to 80% so far. So, are we at 75 to 80% of our full potential so far?
1: I don't know how to answer that. Because uh, you look at the clean sheets, they're like, whew, 100% of our potential.
0: Oh, you know what? Our Locatelli scoring was is... a good shout for captain, too. Locatelli was a good shout.
1: Put Actually, him in the mix.
0: I'd be happy with him, too. But yeah, yeah. Any, any one of those four. Uh, so Neville's saying no more would, like 30%. I don't think that's fair. Personally, not to pick on you, Neville by any 10. means. I think it's definitely higher than 30%.
1: I don't know how to mark. Yeah, sure. Because we're not scoring a lot of goals. I wish I could see more goals. No,
0: but you know what? It's like, again what we what we started off in the match review saying is that there's question marks that are still there that we haven't had yeah. answered. Until we see those moments, it's hard to say like where we're at, but right now like defensively we're at 110% of potential. Yes. Like we're mm-hmm. maxed out defensively. You know, in the other in in terms of balance and play, in terms of offense, if we broke it down, defensively I think we're over our potential. Like we're we're rocking it. Yep. In the midfield, this is where I struggle because I think we're capable of a bit more, but maybe not much more because we're missing some key attributes. So maybe we're at, you know, in terms of potential yeah. with what we have, maybe we are higher at a higher potential. It's number a tough like question because,
1: you know, would we would we be playing better if we were in a different system? Or if we had a different... Attack? Formation. I will say
0: attack right now, we were nowhere near 50% of what we <laughs> no. can do. And a lot of that comes down to the players and their execution as well. Like, I will say right. that. Like, like it's
1: system, execution, So injuries, if you put all those
0: together... Yeah, we're... Sure. You know, maybe we're at 65%. 65, I'd say we're, we're hitting 70%. below. Yeah. You know?
1: On average, we're below our potential.
0: I think we're... I think the potential is there. And this is kind of what frustrates me the most is because I think if we can just really put all facets of the game together, have more balance, I think this is the season we get back to the top and there's a huge opportunity here for us Mm -hmm. only playing one match a week. And that's why I question the sustainability of the approach. But, hey, at the end of the day, if we get there, And for me, the big measuring stick is going to be November twenty sixth, because nobody's really been convincing me against Milan. I hated our approach, but I did say like they only got one good scoring opportunity while we were uh, at full strength, but we didn't do enough. Like if they stayed full strength, I don't think we would have hurt them for a goal. And Mm -mm. when I see games like yesterday, that's what creeps back into my mind, everybody. And that's why I'm thinking like I don't know if we're going to deflected goal too. I don't know if we're going to get enough to hurt these teams. Like, I don't think there's enough balance there. I think we're too one-sided to the defensive side. Inter's mm-hmm. going to be a huge measuring stick. We can answer it all. If we play the way we did against Fiorentina, but we could still hurt them and strike them and beat them, okay, fuck. Let's get ready for it the rest of the year, and I'll buy in. But if it doesn't work or it goes sour... Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna rue maybe not fighting for more and why more Vlaovic has been poor overall this season despite the four goals. Do you agree or not? For me, his overall play has been woeful, and not because of like Allegri- I will say this. What I've said as of late about Vlaovic is that I don't think he's been worth the money since joining. I think that's a fair statement. Hasn't been worth the payout. Do I blame it all on him? No. Because, again, if you're looking at a game like yesterday, these guys are picking off scraps in games like that. But there are games where they get the opportunities and aren't clinical. It's a mix of all of it. Every game has been kind of its own unique kind of different thing. But- yeah,
1: outside of the first four games when him and Kias were firing and then he picked up that injury, Like, is he still injured? Is there... But that's I think it's another thing that
0: bugs me about him. hundred and sixteen missed days to fourteen or fifteen matches is quite a bit. 23 year old, like since we signed him.
1: Yeah, like do they have the kids' gloves with them? That he, you know, they, they're being over cautious because it's a long season. They there's a has he been worth the payout? No, to this moment. He has the potential to be worth double it based on what he did at Field and Tina but we haven't seen that Vlaovic. Now, is that because of him? Is that because of other things? Excuses can be made all around for the guy, but we need we need him and Kiesa on the field more consistently. That's what I'll say. I wouldn't say yeah. like, woeful. Like huh.
0: I don't think it – yeah, I don't know if I'd go to that length, but I will definitely say I don't think he's been worth uh, the go. money. I would agree. Until this point, I don't think – But he and can be. Think, yeah, he could be. Should be. Could be. Should be. But right now, not so much. I'm going to quickly scan, man. The chat's going off. I don't know if I missed some. Um, well, to get had to... one that
1: wasn't really a question, but it was like Juventus is the only team that can score in the first 10 minutes, defend for the next 80, and come out with a win. True fact. Yep.
0: Um, and then yeah, he mm-hmm. followed it up with, am I alone in being really pissed off with a of it? season? just I don't think you're alone. It, it's, it's not like... I'm not to that extreme, but yeah, I'm not
1: pissed off. No,
0: for me in general, I mean, again, what have we been saying for mm-hmm. most of this match in review? RB, it's been that the balance in our plate isn't there. And it's really hard to shit on the forwards when like yesterday, I can't shit on any of them for that game Kesa had five touches in the first half and look at that pin. Look at that. Like a dartboard of a heat map. Like, what, what are we doing with these guys?
1: Okay, this it, is a conversation that we had and you and I had in a group chat and I, we haven't really talked about it since then. It goes to, uh, where's the comment here? Alex P, oh, time Mark Mark 1 here, second from the bottom. Time to part ways with Vlaovic for the price and selling is not worth it anymore. Okay, so kind of, we'll ask a question based on this. So we Would kind you, of got into if, it. Yeah, we got into it. I, I don't think we were really it's nice that we can actually talk about it now i wouldn't sell him because i still think is the limit for this guy but you were you saying that if an offer came in you would i think i think it would depend on the offer i'm not my thing is i'm not giving up on vlaovic i'm not saying he's been playing great i think there's extenuating factors outside of him that are not allowing him to shine But it's also on him that he. When you only have scraps to score, true strikers put some of those away, right? So I'm not giving up on him. I'm not going to. My
0: feeling is this. My feeling is that if you're okay, number one, I don't think he's the right guy for this setup and this 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 style because fair enough. These guys need to do way more on their own accord because of how we play. So it's mm-hmm. it, they're expected to do a ton and feed off these scraps and do all that. For what it's worth, I don't really think Milik or Keane are the guys either, to be honest. Um, like I said, we need guys that, can, that are more overall up top, that can hold up, that can dribble, that can run at defense, like everything. Vlaovic, he's not the guy that's going to generate nice for himself. That's not his game. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't I don't see him working if this is our route moving forward. Um, That said, when it comes to the price tag and the money, if we are defending a guy for the system and setup that we play, if you're on that kind of money, it shouldn't matter what system or setup a team plays and you should be at the forefront, the guy. Fair enough and that's kind of how I'm looking at it and why I'd say I always said while everybody was hard last year I said I am probably going to I am probably going to judge him more after this actual season and not the last one because of what a shit show it was but so far you know and again there's a lot of season left he can absolutely change my mind but right now I if everything ended right now and the season ended right now, if an offer came in, yes, I would move.
1: I I don't want him moved and uh Moran here hit my next comment perfectly. I don't want him moved until I see him with another coach. Max isn't his Max isn't his manager.
0: I Max is a nice guy. Again, if the system inside does change, yes. I am willing to wait one more season with
1: Vlaovic after this season, because I don't think I think we both agree. I don't think Max is going to be here next year.
0: I think this is the last hurrah for Max, and I think we're seeing them go all out to do whatever it takes to get that Scudetto.
1: Yeah. And then That's my theory. I I don't care if Vlaovic is making double the money he is now. I want to see him well, maybe not double. I want to see him one more season after this one with a with a different manager. Yeah. I'm willing to wait.
0: Okay. And, uh, you know, we could put it to Allegri one up, but it's the system and the style. Again, you could see it. If guys like Keane are more effective, guys like Milik are more fe- their mm. game is a lot different than Vlaovic's game. The other thing is, why I critique Vlaovic so much is that why can a guy like Keane, who is half your price tag, make those improvements and you can't? That's what concerns me the most about Vlaovic. It really does,
1: because yeah, again, you're be on really that money.
0: I haven't seen improvement in his game, bro. I really haven't.
1: I haven't seen a lot of improvement in Keen's game. He had. Two oh, I've good seen games. massive
0: improvements in his game. His dribbling, his touch alone are way better. If you're te- if you're telling me Keen last season would have had that one touch inside to Rabio yesterday, that thing would have ended up going back to tech.
1: That's a good point. I'm just saying, I'm not harping the trumpets on Keane this season yet. He had a good game against what was it, Verona, ten man uh, Milan, and a little bit against Torino. Listen, I'm I'm not saying he's completely turned because yesterday he was not good. There was the whole team was not good yesterday offensively. Okay, but I'm yeah. not I'm not on the Keane bandwagon yet.
0: And he, and you know like. I was, I was very specific, and now I'm seeing questions come up about, like, changing Max and everything. I was very suspe- specific, excuse me, about how I tackled my thoughts on the current team and how we're one side and everything without mm-hmm. actually turning it into a Max Allegri, like, kind yeah. of... Ba- because I'm going to back Max all this season. At the yeah. end of the day, no matter how we feel about the games, everything like that, all I care about is the team winning and coming out with that trophy, okay? Um I believe this is a year we can actually do that. I really, really do. But oh, man. the belief, the belief right is there. The belief oh, is, God. you know, kind of in jeopardy though, when we see our play. I'm going to ask this because I did say my prediction this year was that Juve gets the 39th scudetto. But I want to see how confident everybody is on a scale of one to ten. Right now, as we sit two points out of top, eight clean sheets out of 11, how confident are you in Juventus bringing home that Scudetto? Should we be dreaming as big as we are and believing in this thing? Like, Anth, where are you on a scale of one to 100% 10?
1: confident? I, you and I said it in the preseason, I said it with 100% confidence that we're going to win the Scudetto this year. I'm still there, we are right there. Sure, got a lot seven, of, sevens, see a bunch of seven and a
0: half to eight.
1: Bunch of negative Nancys out here. I'm 100% down with it.
0: Well, that's pretty strong. Seven, seven and a half. you're at 10 out of 10. That's good on you, man.
1: (laughs) Bold. It's a bold move.
0: You know, and and this is why I say, for even some frustrations in yesterday's game, how it unfolded and everything, I'm kind of with you guys. I'm still at like that seven to eight range out of 10. I think it's there for us. It's doable. But, but... Again, I think we're going to need we're going to need more confidence up top and bagging the goals mm-hmm. cuz I think it's going to come down to it uh, bottom line. But there's a lot of football. Are we going to get some additions in January? How does that change the fold? Is Max Allegri going to change the formation, the setup? There's still people talking about we might end up seeing 4-3-3 or whatnot. I'm telling you right now, Eight clean sheets backs. out of eleven ain't nothing changing.
1: Not a damn thing. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. What are we talking about?
0: Well, that's just it. That's just it. Because everybody's talking, you know, well, go four three three, you'll get more balance, you'll get that offense. Look, while I do want more balance of play, I think it can mm-hmm. be achieved in the three five two. There are teams that do achieve it, and it actually translates into European play. Even if we have to look at those clowns who did it, it does translate over there too. Good balance. I think we don't have to change the world to get there. Okay.
1: We're not, and we're not getting three players in January.
0: We're definitely getting a midfielder. I hope it's Samardzic.
1: I still have my doubts. You about Samardzic? You and Lou
0: are very, very confident. Samardzic, January.
1: I don't. I don't. I don't think the other team is going to want to give us the player. But
0: Bottom of the barrel, if a guy's will was to leave, you think they keep him around being that low? Fighting relegation?
1: Sorry, my my headphones cut out there. Say it again. <laughs> you,
0: being that low, fighting relegation, and a guy's will to leave, you think they keep him around? Yes. Just See, I feel like a- they wouldn't.
1: Yeah, I I don't think they would because they want to stay up. They need all their guns to try and stay up. Hmm. I I don't see I don't see us them doing us any favors when it puts them at how much money they're gonna lose going down the city of B is unbelievable. Like I I have no they may I I don't think they wouldn't sorry I think they would sell them at the end of the year or come to an agreement in January to sell them to us for June. I don't see anybody
0: doing us any favors in January. Somebody's coming in January though, 100%, and has to in the middle. Yes, I do, but
1: I don't think it's going to be anyone who's going to be
0: a rock star or gangbusters, wherever you want to put it. It's Samarjic. Sure. Neville coming in with a question. We kind of already talked, give a chance to Hans or Illing versus Gagliari.
1: We have no idea. You will find Jimmy Hoffa before you find Illing Jr. <laughs> we have no idea where the hell Illing is, not a clue.
0: Not a, not a clue. Hans, Nicolusi, Cavilia, I would go with. But um, yeah, it's going to be tough to say. I don't expect it. I think McKenny slots into the midfield next to Loka Miretti. Cambiaso, mm-hmm. one side, Kostic, the other. Max may surprise us, though. All right. Um, guys, the last storm in the barn that I'm going to put out here, because it is November, everybody went, a few of you kept tabs last season. Mm-hmm. I took part in November. We went on a crazy streak. I kept that bastard until January. You some did. are saying, Some are saying, Berto, you got to bring back the stash. Do I do it or do I not to keep this thing rolling, keep this train rolling for you, Ant? Should I do it or no?
1: You want to know some I need to talk to your wife because I know he's, she hates it. Wifey's
0: happiness definitely hangs in the balance on this one, everybody. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's we 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 do not make decisions for ourselves anymore when it comes to this sort of stuff. Don't like they, we have to ask people in order to do this. And I know uh Luca convinced me to do it last year. I'm not doing it again. I don't
0: got time. I definitely will still uh do always yeah. do. I'll try to fundraise a bit as well. Whether I go on with the stash, we'll see. We'll see. I will say this. Um, As Juve Pulse comes in here with something, I want the ugliest goal versus Inter. Rugani scoring with his back without intention and win the game with the only scoring chance and Inter 30 missed shots. I will sing cynically. Listen, if there's one thing I do really appreciate and love out of a game Mm -hmm. like yesterday, it's the fact that, they can't break us down and it must be so demoralizing to see a team it would do be absolutely nothing against you and you just mm-hmm. can't beat them. So I love the fact of how demoralizing it is for the others. I mm-hmm. love the fact that Roko Komiso probably cried himself to sleep last night. And uh, yeah, at the end of the day, we're very much in the mix. Let's keep Mm -hmm. it rolling one match at a time. We got Cagliari. We got to shut down uh, the Ranieri Magic international break. And then the big one. That is a massive, massive game, November 26th. Okay. I am going to take Mm -hmm. a look at, uh, I'm not familiar with uh, Inter's matchup next weekend. Because uh, that Atalanta game, to be honest, uh, wasn't anything uh, great. It was brutal conditions, but nobody's really impressed me. So they got Frosinone. They got the Juventus B-side before facing Juventus on November 26th, but that's going to be at the San Siro. That's going to be a hell are, of a pull for Frosinone.
1: They're away to, uh, to Salzburg midweek.
0: Yeah, I still expect uh, them to uh, win. With frozen only there, but we will see what happens. I do love the fact that uh, that style yesterday is demoralizing for other teams. Roko Komiso, keep our name out of your filthy mouth. Okay, worry about yourselves. Stop crying. All right, but thoughts go out to everyone in the Tuscan region dealing with uh, the floods and the situation there. All right, pretty bad. Hope it all works out for the best. Everybody, you guys. Our unreal and live chat today was a great great session drop a like on the video stay tuned later on today okay i'm so sorry i forgot to post it yesterday there is going to be a trivia question posted on the youtube channel the first two with the correct answer okay first two subscribers with the correct answer to the giorgio killini trivia question will win a signed 8x10 and a king kong t compliments of the ajc jerseys still waiting for them to arrive we have nine more to give away this season unbelievable all right the ajc <laughs> is the one and only and the <laughs> best jerseys. around thank you're you. an idiot <laughs> thank you for hey i'm a man of my word though i made a bet i got you it are you are if there's one thing nobody can take away from me it's that uh i got two things in this world my word and my balls, and I don't break neither for nobody. All right. So there you go. A little <laughs> scarface for you to finish things off. Juve, two points off the top. We keep it rolling. I'll get you the daily updates leading up to uh the next match against Galli. Thank you, everybody. Again, we'll talk to you real soon. As always, no matter what. Fino alla fine. Forza Juve. Ciao tutti. Take care. Yeah.